from high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Emily Arnson. This is your news for Thursday, October 19th. Grand County commissioners reviewed special event applications at Tuesday's meeting this week. On the list was a proposal for the Red Rock Roundup, a guided UTV event that would bring 380 off-road vehicles into town for two days at the end of June. Commissioners approved the events intent to apply in a 4-3 vote. This means the event organizers will still have to formally apply with the county for approval, but County Commissioner Kevin Walker says the application will most likely be approved in the future. Commissioner Mary McGann was one of four in favor of the event. This is McGann at the meeting. I've had really good experience working with the UTV groups in town, and I've had some really bad experiences as well. Been threatened and treated quite poorly. I personally am very nervous about this, but I also believe that you give people an opportunity to prove themselves. And these people very much have crossed every T and dotted every I. Walker argued that the event organizers weren't doing enough to prevent traffic noise in residential areas. You know, Mary said they dotted every I and crossed every T. Well, they they missed some really big ones. If you want to be on this trail ride, you have to use a trailer. Using trailers to transport UTVs would prevent traffic noise in residential areas that happen to be on the way to certain trailheads. Walker doesn't see any reason why event organizers can't enforce this. You know, the reason they're opposed to trailering is it's, it's a lot more work and hassle for them. I think one thing that frustrates me about this is that there's a very easy way that they could greatly reduce their impacts, which is don't use the trails that are near town. But they don't want to do that. They could, but they don't. Some members of the public emailed commissioners before the meeting to argue against the event. Walker said one estimated that a caravan of 380 UTVs bumper to bumper would be over a mile long. The event organizers would partner with Redcliffe's Lodge. The hotel would serve as a hub for the event, providing meals, entertainment, and lodging to as many participants as it has capacity for. It means a lot of traffic up and down the river road. In the meeting, Walker also voiced his frustrations with the county, which he thinks acquiesces to UTV businesses unnecessarily. All too often, conversations of both the county commission and of the city council have, okay, well, we have to make sure that the event organizers or the tour rental places can make a profit and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, people who are suffering from noise just have to, you know, suck it up and put up with the noise. And I think it should be reversed. In the meeting, Commissioner Mike McCurdy said he was in favor of the event because business in town has been down. I am down as a person. My businesses and employers are down. It is simply due to non-having of very specific events that do fill lodging. But Commissioner Clapper rebutted that larger economic issues can't be used to justify individual events. Whether we're approving a pyrotechnic firework convention that's going to be blasting fireworks off downtown, you know, 24 hours a day or not, I don't want to, to frame that on a broader economic discussion. Walker thinks that in the long term, pandering to UTV businesses isn't a good economic strategy. If you look at it from a resident's quality of life point of view, it's just making things noisier. So that's a big lose. If you look at it from a purely economic business point of view, I think it also hurts us because noisy visitors drive away quiet visitors. And the universe of quiet visitors in the future is much larger than the noisy ones. So we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot by you know, catering to a type of visitor who makes life unpleasant for everyone around them, both the tourists and the residents. In Utah, state law says that municipal and county governments can't create laws that prohibit all-terrain vehicles on streets where other street-legal vehicles are allowed.
This has been an ongoing point of contention in Grand County, which can't ban UTVs, unlike neighboring states such as Colorado, where local governments have the authority to decide whether UTVs are allowed in towns. The Red Rock Roundup event application will be up for official review in the coming months. Members of the public can email commissioners with comments at commission at grandcountyutah.net. The Bureau of Reclamation has released an early report about the future management of the Colorado River. KUNC's Alex Hager reports, the federal agency gathered more than 24,000 letters with input from water users across the region. States, cities, tribes, and environmental groups were among those offering opinions on how to manage the shrinking water supply when current water sharing rules expire in 2026. Camille Kalimlim-Tutin is the commissioner of Reclamation. We have more to do that we need to look at supply and demand, how we can be more innovative and bring to bear these new investments, but also these new tools for conservation and efficiency. Letters to the federal agency show there are still deep divisions over how exactly to address that supply and demand issue. States are reluctant to give up water that sustains growing populations and agricultural communities and aren't willing to sacrifice water supplies before others commit to the same. I'm Alex Hager. A new report rates how states are managing their redistricting policies, and the state of Utah didn't fare so well. The national watchdog group Common Cause gives Utah a overall grade of C- for the way it draws state and congressional voting district maps. Alex Gonzalez from the Utah News Connection has more. In 2018, Utah voters passed Proposition 4, which led to the creation of an advisory commission and some new standards to draw voting maps based on public input. But two years later, Prop 4 was repealed, allowing the Utah legislature to reject the commission's maps. Dan Vicuña, National Redistricting Director with Common Cause, says the process in states like Utah now lacks transparency. What we learned was who draws district really matters in places where you had legislatures in control of the process, in particular in places where one party was in control of the process. You saw incredible secrecy, not much interest in seeking public feedback. Earlier this year, the Utah Supreme Court stepped in to examine whether legal action was needed after the legislature decided to divide Democratic-leaning Salt Lake County into four congressional districts. A 2022 lawsuit filed by the League of Women Voters of Utah says they were an illegal partisan gerrymander under Utah state law. No word on when the ruling is expected. The Common Cause report finds the final maps from the Legislative Committee didn't reflect public input, while the separate advisory commission process had substantial public engagement. The Independent Commission had close to 600 maps submitted, a thousand general comments, and about 2,000 comments on specific maps. Vicuña adds he's worked with redistricting for nine years and has noticed a shift in public understanding of the issue. When I first started, it tended to be slightly more of a, a niche issue, but there's been increasing understanding of the relationship to the way voting maps are drawn and the ability of the public to fight for the resources that their communities need. The report recommends independent redistricting commissions need the final word on adopting electoral maps to limit the use of redistricting for political advantage. And I'm Alex Gonzalez. And that's the KZMU News for Thursday, October 19th. Get your community-powered journalism weekdays on the airwaves at noon and 6 p.m. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.